0: Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirav Dafyomi. We are now in the 8th chapter of Masachet Sota, at the 2nd Mishnah, which includes a Mishnayot Bet, Gimel, and Dalad together. On uh, Dafmem Gimel Amud Aleph, continuing on with the process of the declarations made before going to war uh, by the Kohanim and by the Shotrim, I presented on the handout above the normal texts I hand, I presented the nine sukim from Parshat Shoftim that delineate all of that and we'll refer back to them quite a bit. Et cetera. There are three types of people who come back. Somebody who built a house and has not yet dedicated it and has lived in it. Somebody who has planted a vineyard and not, not yet redeemed it. Meaning has not yet had three years for it to pass orla. And then the fourth year, take it to Shalaim. Right, and somebody who's betrothed the woman has not gotten married. Achara bune bayta teven, beeta bakar, beta itse, beita utsarot, any sort of storehouse for animals, for for uh for stuff. echad kara bone chatalok, whether you build it or buy it, Vekata Yoresh, lo-matanah, whether you inherit it or got it as a present. Now what's the next thing? And we have Isha Shana anybody who planted a vineyard. And did not yet redeem it. Whether it's a karem, even five other kind of fruit trees. Now, the model of a karam in the times of Chazal is a um, is a five vines at the minimum, uh, basically presented in uh, two parallel, two parallel, and then in back of them one, uh, which is called the tail. So, if you have five uh, fruit bearing trees. Like that that you also return. Even if they are not fruit trees but they're grains. Whether you plant or whether you graft, as we had with the house, whether you bought it or planted it or or uh, or inherited it or counted as a gift. And the third one is Miha Isha Shah, anybody who betrothed the woman whether she's never been married before. she was a widow. even if it's a yevama, uh, and this brother died, and she fell to you. even if you heard that brother died, uh, in war, Choser Uvalo. As you're at war, you hear the brother died, and brother died childless, you go back, uh, because you know have a Yavam. All of these people who hear this declaration, these are the exemptions, they go back. We will see at the end of the parak that this only applies in particular wars. <speaking> but they go into civil service, they, uh, present, they, they bring food to the front, and they fix the roads, and they become the, uh, what we call the hagga. <speaking> the following, do not go back. <speaking> if you build a gatehouse, or you build a portico, something like that. In other words, you build something on, it's not a new house. Or by or whatever. If you plant four or less fruit bearing trees, or five or more deciduous trees. If they don't bear fruit, they don't count. If somebody uh, takes his divorced wife back, uh, then even though that's permitted, if she wasn't married in the meantime, and you're not a Kohen, nonetheless, uh, you do not return for more for that. The famous four, uh, that appear, uh, several times in Sota, they appear kind of all over the place, um, as the forbidden relationships. Lohayachoser. So you don't return if it's not a proper wife. Rehuda adds another piece in, which is, if you build a house on its own foundations, as you rebuild a house, you don't go back. If you build a brick house in the Sharon, in the plains, you don't return, we'll see why. And then the, the fourth Mishnah says, the following are people who don't even go to the front. So if you actually got to the next step in any of those things, which you built a house and you moved into it, or you planted a vineyard and you already redeemed it, or you married your betrothed or your um for one year after that you don't go at all. You're clean, as it were, off the hook for your household for one year. Le Veto that's referring to your house. Yeah, Zekarmo, that's a reference to your lively, to your your vineyard. Simachti show the rest of the Pasuk says you should elate your wife, Zuishto. A lakach La it's there to include even Ivama. Now Ain Maimazon These guys don't do any civil service, they stay and enjoy the new house or the new vineyard or their new wife for an entire year. As we will see again at the end of the parak, this is limited to particular kinds of wars. Now Tanurabhanan the the first thing is that the mishnah opened up from the debrashah think that these are their own words at the end when it says the add on and say more that's what they're saying meaning that's what they're declaring of their own of their own generation so what's the in this pasuk It means that's what the kohen tells them and then they broadcast it haki how do we do this? kohen medaber shoter mashmiya. so the kohen speaks and the shoter, like a turgaman or like an amora, publicizes it. Now, tani chara kohen medaber shoter mashmiya. we have one brite that says the kohen speaks and the shoter publicizes it. tani idach kohen medaber v'shotar mashmiah we have another one that says the kohen does both. tani idach shoter medaber v'shotar mashmiya. we have another one that says the shoter does both. do we have a disagreement? no, we're talking about three different sec- sections in the text at the very beginning of it when the uh when he says uh, you uh you're going against your enemies and don't be worried because Hashem is with you, Koim that's a coin only. it says the ad adviasfu until the shotrim with the three people who go back. The That's the Kohen directing the Shoter what to say. The end of the parsha where they say, anybody who's afraid uh, um, should go back and not melt the hearts of his fellows, and then they uh, command people to stand there at the back. That is the Shoter. Okay, now let's go into the three divisions, the house, the vineyard, and the wife. All that tells me is if he built it. how do I know if he gets it as a gift or inheritance, or a purchase? Means anybody, as opposed to saying, Wait, so, to tell you, anybody who got a hold of a house, buy it, in buy it. all I know is a residence, be neither about Beta Tevon, Baitabakar, Otsarot, the four types of storage houses that are mentioned in the Mishnah. banat Asherbanat Mikomakom. In other words, it's anything he built. Now Ya'akov When you mention in Mishnah Gimel the things that you do not go back for, like a portico or a guardhouse, Tamalomar Bayet. It has to be like a bayit. Ma bayit ma It has to be something that's fit to sleeping in. You could sleep in a barn if you need to. All right. Afkol ruilu But a guardhouse, it's just a little gate. Whereas when Yaakov disagrees and says, "Bayit it's really a residence, and that's it. Now Lochanach chanacho. the text says Mia v'lo chanacho. he didn't dedicate it. What does that mean? Protly gazlan. So who's excused from this? A gazlan. If somebody steals a house, then they that's not an out for them. Now Lamer Lokurio Say Glili Rusagli, who's going to appear several times, is mentioned in the last Mishnah in the second last Mishnah as stating that when the text says who is afraid, he means who is afraid of sin. So, if that's the case, somebody who's a Gazlan already cannot be at the front, so he's not going to have this as an exemption. He's already exempt because he's a sinner. So, That the fear, frightened man is the one who's frightened of his sins. Perhaps Rebbe would even agree in a case where the guy stole the house and then he did shuva and he paid for the house. So that if that's the case, now he's a purchaser. He should go back. The answer of the hadar is, Since it originally came to him as a theft, therefore he doesn't go back. Okay. Now, Now we get to the vineyard. That's all it tells me is if he planted. How do I know that if he bought it or got it as a gift? Tamalomar umiha isha shenata, right? Instead, again, instead of nata mi umiha isha nata So, any way that you get this karam, now karam in the elikaram, all I know is a vineyard. Menai rabot chamishay lani ma'achal ba'filim mishar minin. How do I know that even five other kinds of trees? Tamalomar asher nata. Again, just like asher Chol Maybe I would even include less than five or or deciduous trees. Therefore, the Torah says, karam to tell you, it has to be like a karam. First of all, it has to be fruit-bearing. And second of all, it has to have the minimum amount, which is five, as I mentioned earlier. Rosalind as, as he did before with the bayi, it says, lo Karim, karam Karim, it can only be a vineyard, nothing else. Now, lo chilel, velo chilel, velo chilo. we said that it, if he, if he um, didn't redeem it, but it says, is problem of vrich That excludes somebody who grafted. In other words, they took an old thing that's now a few years old and they grafted on a new one. With several ways, the ways of grafting are taking a branch and dipping it back into the ground and starting a plant from there. Um, <laughs> the Mishnah said that whether you plant or graft, you go back. And here you're saying grafting doesn't go back. So we have to resolve it. So he says if it's a forbidden grafting, like one type onto another, one tree onto another, then you don't go back. But if it's a proper grafting, which you're allowed to do, like an old um, uh, vine onto a new vine or something, then you do go back. So Hayakovat Heter Echidami. Now how does that work? Let's see. If you think that they're both young, meaning they're both before three years old. So, typically, you go back because of the first one. You don't need mavrich, you go back because of the first one that you planted. It's still within three years. It must be that you put a new one onto an old one. The halacha is, as far as orla goes, that if a new one is mixed in with an old one, the young one is now batel to the old one, vein madin orla, and there's no orla there. So, you can't go back for that either. He says, "No, it's really a young one." unto a young one. What's the halacha? If you plant a tree because you want its wood there, like to create a, a fence, or you're going to chop it down, then there's no dina v'orla. So if you planted the first one for that, you wouldn't go back. Then you decided to graft onto it. And say, oh, for that you go back for the grafting. Um, that's the beginning of masachad orla. So tell me this, why is it that if you put a new one onto an old one, the new one is botel, and and it's defined by the age of the old one, but how come if you have a new one that was planted in a way that's potel from Orla, and then you put this other new one on that is for food, how come it's not botel, and how come it becomes defined as food, and the Orla clock starts ticking? So the answer is, Imimla the bat mihadari. It's very simple, because if you would change your mind, you would not be coming back for it. If the older one... But here, if you change your mind about the use of the original one... The one that you planted for a fence, and you change your mind and said, you know what, I'll do it for fruit, then, then it becomes a fruit tree. <speaking in Hebrew> just like the halacha of things that grow wild. Fruit grows wild, and you decide, I'm gonna use that fruit, then orla kicks in. Same thing, if you planted it for a fence, and then later on you said, you know what, it's a nice fruit, I'll keep it as a fruit, then the orla suddenly becomes alive again. Now, why don't we just give an answer and say, that if it's owned by two partners, the high hadar adide, the high hadar adide, that each one will come back for his own chelik in it. In other words, it was owned by two partners, and then uh, somebody that one of the partners grafted on and say, "Aha, this guy has to come back for his own piece in grafting." The answer is on my papa. What can you see from there? If they have a, a vineyard is owned by partners, then they don't come back from, from war. Why? We saw in the Mishnah that if you're out at war and find out your brother died, you come back from war because of Yibum. And that's true, by the way, even if there's a few brothers. They all come back. So how come the partners don't come back for their vineyard? And the answer is very simple. Karina uh, Each one of them potentially could be the husband of that wife, so therefore she's the ishto, as far as each one is concerned, until chalitzer yibum happens. But here with the two partners, neither one of them will ever be able to say that's my whole caramel. unless one buys the other guy out. But given the or the uh, present circumstances, that's not the case. He goes back to the problem that we have of mavrich, whether it's whether you go back or not. He says, you know what it's talking about? It's when you're talking about when you're grafting a tree onto a vegetable. For It's based on this following time. He quoted this relatively unknown, Rabbi Gamda from Kvarako. He said, such a thing as mutar. So if you say it's mutar, you're not going to go back because of the vegetable, therefore we say, aha, uh-huh, but grafting, you can go back, that's mutar. And For that you go back. Now, kiatov dimer of Yochanan Hamani, who is the author of this? This says, is "Rabbeinu Yakov." Right? Lomar Rabbeinu Yakov, hatam karam kimasmo. Isn't Rabbeinu Yakov the one who said karam is only karam? So, Hachanami nata kimasmo. No tehayin mavrichem Very simple solution. Rabbeinu Yakov is the author of the braiter that said to exclude. Uh, uh, grafting, because he's also the one who says "buy it" means buy it, "kerem" means kerem, nata means uh, nata means only planting and not grafting. And our Artonikama says, "kerem" could mean fruit trees and "buy it" could mean lots of different houses and nata could mean lots of different forms of getting it, including grafting. And that's a very simple solution. Now we have several uh, statements um, um, associated with rebelism and Yaakov as follows. Uh, if you have a plant that's very low, and it's lower than a off the ground, you have to keep orla forever. You can never use the fruit. Why? It looks like something is still within the year. It never grew. That's what I described for you. That's only if it's two, two, and one, and back. All right? If it's a larger thing, then call it. Then already hears about The guy's got some sort of bonsai type of karam. Fine, so everybody knows about it, and they know that it's not Orla. Ki'atav meshum Yaakov, Mate to harbamot kriyat that a Mate occupies four amot around him for kriyat shma, meaning you're not allowed to say kriyat shma, or parenthetically to learn Torah within dalad amot of the Mate. It's like you're making fun of the poor person, because this guy can't learn, can't say kriyat shma, it's not nice and If you have a stepdaughter who grows up with the brothers, Asural she's not allowed to marry them even though she's not related in any way. she looks like their sister. And again, just like with the Karim. Velohi, That we reject because everybody knows that she's a stepsister and nobody has any such uh, thoughts that she's really a blood sister. And um and therefore she can marry them. If you brought the produce into the goren, and then realized that you would picked up all the leket, and you brought in the shikha, and you had not left peah, and then you separated them there, you have to separate masrot from them. Now this, by the way, is also because of marita ayin, because people see you bringing stuff out of your goren, giving it to the ani uh, without separating it. They think he's eating tavil. Right, so that's only out in the field of albayir. If it's a field that's right near your house in the city, then call um, it Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows that this guy forgot, and he's giving leket now. So you don't have to separate. Remember, leket shikalpeo pato min ha matanot. again. Back to our tiny little bonsai plant. If you have wheat that just stays very low. Uh, sorry, if you have uh, vine- uh, vines that stay very low, and you plant something else in the area, there's no kilayim there, because it's not big enough. Again, that's only with a minimal four by four square and one in the back. A But if you have a whole karam like that, makdish, then it is ma- makdish, because it's a full kerim. we we'll go back to our mate, and now if you have a mate who, um, uh, within four amot around him, um, if you, you are midravon and you're tame, right? Because it's too close. Tanatuna chaser is sort of the ante into the catacomb. Ha'omeid betochah tahor. For amot. As long as you have four amot in that ante room, you're tahor. hello, t'fachim. They say it only has to be four t'fachim wide for you to be tahor. It's a separate room. memorim milamala. That's if you enter the cave from above. Pitcha but if you enter from the side, call arba amot. Everybody agrees you need to have arba amot there. So klapeleia, that doesn't make sense. Adra midrid venafik, Think about this: if you're coming in from the side, you should even allow a smaller place to be a separate room because you can walk straight in, as opposed to coming in from the top, where there's no way that you're not going to be mahil over the mate. Therefore, you'd say, out oh, there, you would need a bigger room, right? Um Ella, you have to flip it. Medvamuim Shapitchamin Hatsad. It's only if it's from the side that we have the machlokar. Pitchamin Lama Arba If it's above every degree is Arba Mot, Vahimil Khat That's only in the anteroom. The Then asim because you have sort of a wall between that and where the mate is. But if it's a mate stam, then the Arba Mot spreads in any case. Um and uh, it's Arba Mot, not Abra Tachib. Okay. Back to the Mishnah, it quoted or the examination of the Mishnah. Isha sherei ras isha. That's the third of the three exemptions. If he betrothed a woman, tano rabbanan isha sherei ras. Echad ha me'aristabtula chereset almana. This we already saw in the Mishnah. Vamfielu chamisha achin. This is now a Brayta. If he have five brothers, umeta chad mehem melchama kulan chozrim. If one brother died, even if he died at war, the other four all come back because of the almana. Now, Kul it says if he didn't marry her, it says Lolakakha. Why say Lola Only somebody's allowed to take. So now, lema to So it sounds like that mission is not because remember Yoseglili said, You go back if you're afraid of your sins. So this guy's gonna go back because of his sins, because he's married to a wrong woman. Right? The uh, right? Which is? The answer is again as we did before. This may follow with the opinion of Rabba in the fourth parak of Kedushin. These, vi- these prohibitions may not kick in and you may not be for them just by betrothing, but it may be only with consummation. Why is a coin not allowed to marry a Grusha? So therefore, until you could do an act which could potentially create seed that is profaned, uh, you're not chayiv, and that's bi'ilo. Alright, good. So, therefore, Biyos could say, if a guy betrothed, a uh, betrothed the Grusha, then uh, he doesn't go back. He, there, he's, he hasn't yet violated the law, and yet it's not a right marriage, so he doesn't go back because of that. Tanur Asher important point, that the Mishnah, that uh, the, the, the The Sefta points out: if you look at the order in which they are told to return, if you built a house, you planted a vineyard, and married a a girl, the Torah teaches you how you should do things. First, you should build a house, and then plant a vineyard, because in other words, a livelihood. Only then marry. Right? said the same thing. Set your work up outside and in some future in the field, and then afterwards you build your house. What does all that mean? Set up your melacha your on the outside, buy it. that means build your house. A future in the field, build your house, that's your wife. Now there's a, 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 a tangent to this, but parenthetically it's important to note that the Rambam uh, quotes this, in and then quotes the flip of it, and says that it is the way of fools to do in the opposite order, and he uh, he gets that from the tocha, where you first get married, and then you start looking for a house, then try, afterwards try to find a living, try to make a living. That's a very good point that the Rambam makes. and It uh, informs much of his hashkoff and a lot of other places, but it does appear in Helchot uh as the proper way that a person should live. Uh, devaracher, here's a, a, uh, variation on the theme, but applying not to livelihood and sequencing, but rather sequencing of learning. Zem mikra. So first, prepare mikra. Tanach, batudava then learn the received law. then you build your house. Zegmara. this fits with many of the models that we see of Talmud Torah, especially in the first paracrachic of Davaracher, another drush is, zem that's talking about your foundations of learning. That's talking about Gemara. That's the good deeds you do once you've learned. It's all, is going to take it one notch further. That's learning. You build your house. That's the Sechar you get for all the good things that you've studied and that you've done. Okay, now the Mishnah then said, "Ve'elu she'ainon choserin." Hugo doesn't go back. A boner Shar if he built just a guardhouse. Tani mosif ba dimosachad choser. If he built just one extra row of stones and added it onto the portico, then it's already called a new house, and he goes back. Bonnet, Why? They have to rebuild twice in every seven years. You remember the tefillah of the coin gadol, and Yom Kippur, that the people in the Sharon should not end up buried underneath their houses. The earth was soft and the house would collapse. Then the Mishnah Dalit said the following are people who don't leave at all. If you actually lived in the house, or were already enjoying the caramel, or were already married, for one year you don't. The pasuk says, pasuk one on the page, if a man takes an isha harasha, isha I only know if that's he's never been married before. Amanal gusha What if she's been divorced or widowed? It says isha. So anyone who's exempted is if he's taking his own wife back from a divorce. Tanor rabban lo yitzay the tax says he doesn't he doesn't go out to the army wants to my so I understand he doesn't go out to the front but maybe he works on the back lines supporting the army with food and uh, fixing the roads therefore there's no tax on him no labor tax. I might even include the three guys that go back, the house, the vineyard, and the betrothal, that they also do nothing. That's why it says, The the new groom. And that's those guys. So once it says, Why does it say, why don't you just say, loyavvor, and that's it. He can't go do anything. The answer is, lavor lavishnein, lavin. That if you draft him and make him go to the army, then you violated two lavin, The lavin, lav putting him to any conscription, and the specific lav putting him in the army. Okay. The, uh, final mishnayot. Daber this is the last thing they say. Who is afraid? Rakiva Omer, Revachalivav, Kamashmoor. says, pshat. Somebody who's afraid. He just can't bear to see a, a sword drawn. Means, and we've seen this twice already, That's somebody who's afraid of his own sins. And he knows he's afraid he's going to die because he's a sinner. And therefore, the Torah gave him an out. He could say, oh, I've got a vineyard. Oh, I just got betrothed. And leave, and therefore not embarrass himself. You know what your rachalivav" is? Specifically forbidden relationships. We'll see what the difference between he and uh, between him and Rabbi Glili is. Now, after they finish speaking, they put officers up. not only in front of them, but in back of them. they put chains in front of them, and in back of them. And they have um, iron wh- whips. But anybody who wants to go back and run away from the front is welcome to get his legs chopped up. Right. We'll have to fix that. But fleeing is what leads to to uh, the end of the war and not in your favor. All right. We have two proof texts. One from the war against the Plishtim in the beginning of Shmuel Aleph. Nazis. They fled and they were destroyed. Laman Omer, at the end of Shmuel Aleph when the death of Shoa by and Shai Yisroel ne'fli sh'tim by chalim they ran away and lots of people died. Now Medvaramamori v'mechama tarshut. This is the last Mishnah. When do we say that there are these exemptions only in a what's called voluntary war? Aval mechamet mitzvah kol But if you have a, an obligatory war, shall we say a war of mitzvah, everybody goes out. Filo chatan mechadrova chalami which is a pasuk in Yorl, pasuk six on the page. Biyudah but Behuda changes it and says the following: mitzvah. He says mitzvah. These exemptions apply. but obligatory wars hakol yotzi. we'll have to see what the difference is. Even a in the middle of a celebration, a kalan or everybody goes out to war to fight. Uh, how we interpret Kalami is uh, subject to a lot of uh, both halachic and uh, political uh, disputes about the issue of the role of women in war. My Ikeben Rabiossi, Rabiossi Eglili, so the more immediately asks, what's the difference between Rabiossi and who both say that fear, fr- afraid is not afraid of war, but afraid of his own sins? Ikeben I whom, Averot The difference is whether they, you go back from Averot do Rabonin. Rabiossi Iglili says you're afraid of Averot, that for any sin you go back. Rabiosi specifically delineates Averot to Richard doreita. Now Khaman Azla Hadetanya Sahbin Tfiladfila Verhibiyad Hoser Lami Orchemal chama So who is the authority who says that if a person speaks between putting on Thilanshulya and Tfil and Rosh, uh that, that's a sin and he goes back, who that must be it's not a vera durabana, it's certainly not the right, that must be Rabbi Yossi Haglili. Parenthetically there is a a uh, book that the Rishani man access to that they refer to as Yuroshalmi, but it's not our Talmud Yushalmi in which uh, that is applied to speaking between Yishtabach and Yotzer, and the Shachar quotes it. He says, if you talk between, uh, Ishtabach and Yotzer, it's a very Hibiyadov, sort of a, dry, a drush on the halacha, saying, being tefillah, tefillah, not being tefillah, 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 but rather the parts of the tefillah, psuket, right? azimrah, and grechot, kriyachmah. Uh, Alright, and the makor of that is in a ravyah that uh, quotes the Yerushalmi, which after Vitsa points out is not our Yerushalmi, but it's some book, it's probably from the time of the Gonin that they had. Uh, in any case. So who is the authority who says that if he hears the horses neighing and the swords clashing and he, uh, and he suddenly, uh, is, uh, loses control of his body function, he's so afraid that he's urinating that he goes back, so, keman, lemme rabbi kiva, he, velo, rabbi Glit, sounds like it's rabbi kiva. Which, which leads, leads us to a sort of strange reality of somebody who's just so scared of his own shadow that uh, he can't stand the possibility of war. Not scared of his own shadow, but he's so frightened at war that he, that rabbi would say he has to be there because he's not a sinner. No. He agrees that even if a guy like that has to go back. It's one thing if you have a little fear, it's another thing if you just uh, you're clearly falling apart, we send you back because you're going to hurt the other guys what I call esprit de corps. So when they finished they set uh, they they uh, didn't let anybody go back because the beginning of fleeing is falling it should be flipped that the beginning of a fall is when you flee. So, Le'ema, they right Meshat Chilat Nifila should be amended to read that way, that the fleeing is what leads to destruction. Now, Muhammad HaRashut, right? So, we said in the last Mishnah that this only applies to voluntary wars, to Mohammed HaRashut. I'm of Yochanan, Rashut the Rabbanan, we Mitzvah to Rabbi Yehuda. So, there's simply an issue of terminology. What the Rabbanan refer to as Mohammed Rashut, which uh, we'll see what they are, Rabbi Yehuda refers to them as Mohammed Mitzvah. What does he gain by that? We'll see. Mitzvah um, And what Rabbanon referred to as Muhammad, Mitzvah, Rabbi Yehuda calls Mekhamed Chovah. So that means Rabbi Yehuda doesn't have a Mekhamed reshut. it sounds like. Now, I'm a Rava. Yeshua Lichbosh, tivra Kol The wars of Yeshua to conquer Israel, everybody agrees are Chovah. Everybody has to go out. Mekhamed Beit David the wars that David fought up in Syria to broaden the borders. tivra Kol everybody agrees that it's a voluntary war. Everybody goes, all the people go back that we mentioned you where they disagreeing about? When you want to create sort of a preemptive war and not let the uh, pagan, the, the the nations come and attack you, Marikari la mitzvah, Marikari la So the Rabbana calls it reshut, Rabbi Huda calls it mitzvah. So nafkamina. What's the nafkamina? Either way, they say that people do go back from those. The answer is Laosek Mitzvah because if you call it Mitzvah, then if you're engaging, you're potter from other mitzvot, like we saw about Nitilya Dime at the end of the first Park of Eruvin, right? If on the other hand you call it Muhammad Rashut, then you're not Patur from Other Mitzvot because the rule is Aosek Mitzvah Patur ha Mitzvah. And with this we have completed our very short study of a short parak, uh Hadranalak Machama, and Hashem, in the next podcast where we will begin the final parak of Masaket Sotah, parak aigla Arufa. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful day.